I'm your host, Josie Passantino, and thank you all so much for tuning in on this beautiful Friday night. We are excited to be with all of you for another great Josie show here in our ninth year. So my guests tonight are Country Music Royalty and 2017 Independent Country Music Hall of Fame inductee, Miss Margie Singleton, the beautiful uh, and then the incredible Johnny Cash tribute artist, Paul Anthony, known as having the most authentic tribute artist experience show. Uh, we also have great new music from Margie Singleton to share with you all tonight, so stay tuned into the whole show. You will not want to miss a second of it. We have great music from both incredible artists tonight, so you uh, not only get to hear about their musical journey, but you get to hear them as well. So keep it tuned in all night tonight with us here uh, so first up, everyone, please welcome to the show the fabulous Margie Singleton. Hello, Margie. Hi, Josie. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm great. Just just excited to be talking to you. It was so great to meet you and, and, and Tina Marie this summer, and it was just awesome. an awesome experience, and I'm I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited to be able to talk to you. It was so great. It was so great meeting you. You were so, so sweet. And uh, it was awesome to finally get to meet you because I heard so many great things about you prior. uh, Well, y'all just surprised me to death. Y'all really surprised me. I looked back at the pictures, and it looks like you were very, very surprised in a very good way. You looked very happy. I was very happy, and I was very surprised. I thought, you know, I, uh, when you called me, it, I was way down from where I, uh, that you called me on that list, and I thought, what in the mm-hmm. world? You know, I thought maybe you might be calling me to get the Josie Award, and I thought, well, it's not time for that. They didn't even mention it's uh, a uh, category. What? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a right surprise, and I appreciate it so much. And thank you, and thank all the listeners. <laughs> Absolutely, you're very welcome. I mean, you've had a really amazing career. You've worked with so many incredible artists, so it's only right for you to be inducted into the Independent Country Music Hall of Fame. And uh, you know, being able to give it to you at the Josie Music Awards in person was even a bigger treat for us. So we were so glad that we were able to do that. So. Congratulations again. It was <laughs> thank you. It was incredible. Incredible. Oh, and so oh, oh. Tina said that you had my new new uh uh new mm-hmm. song that you're gonna be playing, maybe. Uh, oh yeah, uh, of course, of course. Ooh. Uh we we wouldn't miss it tonight. So we are going to play your new song. Um, we have two songs of yours tonight uh, as well, so we are going to have a great, great night. But um, And I know everyone's going to be so excited to be able to hear you. And, uh, you know, you have such an amazing, amazing story. You've done so many incredible things in country music. I mean, you've worked with greats. 
you know, uh, that inspire people, you know, still to this day, George Jones and Farron Young. Can you tell us a little bit about experiences like that for you? How was it working with these two phenomenal artists? Well, uh, I, I said that I have said uh, that I was the luckiest woman in, in country music because I got to sing with three, three of the finest mm-hmm. in the business. First, George Jones, mm-hmm. then Farron Young, then Leon Ashley, my husband, who had the uh, the, the song Laura, What's He Got That I Ain't Got in 1967, which was a number one hit for many, 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 many weeks and a lot of covers on it. But yes, George Jones mm-hmm. was incredible. He and I both, he was a little bit farther along in, and, and, and really rose to greater heights. But at that time when we recorded, we were just uh, just beginning our careers. He had had some hits, you know, but uh, it was incredible. And, and he was very, uh, we were both very honed into what we were doing. And, and we had fun doing it, as mm-hmm. you can tell if you listen to the album to the to the yeah. songs on the, the CDs that we had fun doing it and and but we were very serious too you know we were, had to get down to the nitty gritty you know <laughs> but, yeah, uh, absolutely then, <laughs> then uh, with Farron uh, that was a, a thrill to get to work with him I'd always loved his his music and um, it was wonderful of course we had the song Keeping Up with the Joneses. Theron and I had several uh, hits out of the, the album that we did. I cut 14 sides with him. Two of them I wrote, mm-hmm. which I was proud of. And Bear Family just released, by the way, I, you probably know about it, uh, this year mm-hmm. a box set, a huge box set that has um, mm-hmm. um, six CDs in there with 33 side songs on each CD. And I have 14 of those, two of them I wrote, and it was just a thrill to me to get the, to get that in my hand, and it really was a pleasure. And uh, I, of course, with Farron, I, we had keeping up with the Joneses, and no thanks, I just had one, and uh, I can't, my mind won't go to the others right now, but uh, uh, the main one that George and I had was uh, Walter of the Angels. And my husband Leon and I had uh, four o'clock, and uh, no, uh, oh gosh, my mind just went blank again. I- I'm 82 years old, you know, so excuse me if my mind goes blank. <laughs> You're all melody. good. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to remember all of the, all of the, you know, the songs and, um, you know, all of the, uh, you know, I mean, you've just had so many different, you know things and so many different successes with uh you know your songs and and you know what's really cool is you know as you mentioned keeping up with the joneses for those who don't know um it had nine top 40 billboard country singles including a top five hit which is amazing and you don't hear of often so uh it's that's very 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 neat and you know i want to also talk a little bit about um about something really cool so if i understand correctly um, you made your first radio and professional debut on the Louisiana Hayride. Can you tell us a little bit about your time with the Louisiana Hayride? Very neat. I will. You know, I just uh, 
I lived in Shreveport, Louisiana, and uh, I would, that was my goal was to get on the hayride. So I started writing and, 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 and singing and trying to hone my voice a little bit so I'd be worthy of the hayride. But I used to go backstage and, and talk with everybody, you know, and, and I, uh, uh, it was just incredible. And, and finally, when I got to be on there, it was just such a thrill. And I, mm-hmm. there was a young man by the name of Benny Barnes, uh, who had a hit record co- called Poor Man's Riches. And I had written a song called Mine, All Mine. And, uh, he was going to record it in Houston with Pappy Daly with Starday and D records. And, um, he asked my uh, husband at that time to, if we wanted to go with him. And so naturally I did. I wanted to hear my first song, uh, that was going to be recorded. So we went and, 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 uh, uh, he asked uh, Pappy Daly if he would listen to me sing. And, uh, Pappy did, and I cut my first record that night, and I was just in heaven. And uh, of course, listening to it back now, you know, I think, what did he ever hear? That, but he he did. He heard a little bit of something, maybe. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> incredibly, this young man who is is doing a history on the Starday Records called me recently and he said um he would like chord two of my my songs again that I had on Star Day and I said, No, you don't. You just don't <laughs> want to do that. And he said, Oh, but I love them. I said, Well you know, but he did. He came and um Lord if my mind could just go to it right now. He came and we cut a gospel song that I had written for my father. He wanted me to write it and record a gospel song called, and it was called On the Cross. So he recorded Mm -hmm. that one, and uh, You're My Special Dream. And I went back and listened to You're My Special Dream, and I thought, man, you don't really want to do that. But he did, and we got an incredible sound on it. I was so happy, and I think I'm going to have that on my new CD coming out. Probably after the first of the year. Oh, that is fantastic. Well, I'm very pleased to hear that. I'm so excited um, for that to come out, uh, as I know many are uh, as well. And, um, you know, we we do have a re- your, your new single out, um, and uh, we are going to play that right now. So let's do it. It's called Jesus is My Pusher. Uh, So we're going to play this, and then we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about your inspiration behind this one, okay? Okay. Right back. Awesome, awesome. Here we go. Here is Jesus is My Pusher, uh, the new single from Margie Singleton. So we will be right back with Margie here in just a moment. So stay right here at the Josie Show. Pushed away 
Margie Singleton, inspirational song. Absolutely love it. Uh, so, and this is, of course, your new single. Can you tell us a little bit about your inspiration behind this beautiful song? You know, Josie, uh, I wrote this song mm-hmm. 50 years ago. It's been recorded. Really? It was oh, my God. It's, it's yes. gorgeous. And I, I, wrote, I wrote it and put it out, and it did fairly well, you know, but I never felt kind of totally that it was complete it and it's uh, mm-hmm. uh, the drug scene is so prevalent in each generation and I wrote a new verse that last verse I wrote to go on this this uh this record of it and um uh, uh I just uh didn't feel that it was complete and I re-recorded it and I did write it it was out 50 years ago, and I decided that this was the song I needed to put out. And if somebody got touched by the message of it, you know, because there is redemption. And if you're hung up on something like that, you can always, the Lord will always pull you through. You know, if you just put mm-hmm. your trust in him. And I, I just felt that if it touched someone, it would be worth putting out again. And you know what? Uh, after one week out, it has been spotlighted in the, the indie world charts. 
And wow. I'm just thrilled to death. It's only been out just a little bit under a week, actually. So that really was a wow, you know. So we'll just see what happens. And I thank you so much That's for playing it and helping me. You're very push it welcome. Along. It's my pleasure. We we absolutely love the song. And like you said, you know, being on the Indie World charts, congratulations to you. It is well deserved. And I think it's so neat how. You know, you wrote this 50 years ago. You know, you weren't completely sure about it. You were like, you know what? You know what? I'm going to hold on to it, though. <laughs> Good hold on to it. You never know. It could it could be a gem. And then you come back to it, and, you know, it, it is. It's amazing. <laughs> well, thank you Love so it. much. I, I've gotten good response from it, uh, hopefully. If, if God's got his hand in it, it'll happen. If he don't, you know, it won't. So I'm satisfied. Either way. Absolutely. As you should be, as you should be. But, yes, you've had some really great uh, reception so far with this song. And please make sure um, you check out Margie Singleton everywhere. You're on Facebook, right? People can find you. Yes. Oh, yes. Love it. Love it. Perfect. Perfect. I know you have a fan page. People can go and like that. And, you know, all you got to do is type mm-hmm. in Margie Singleton, and she pops right up. So please make sure you join that page so you can keep up with all of the latest and greatest. And I wanted to also ask you where our listeners can go to hear or purchase any of your music after the show. If they want to go back and hear hear all of your stuff, where can they go? <laughs> well, uh, com is my web. Uh, it, it Actually, it's on uh, on YouTube and on iTunes and on all the sites. Uh uh, I haven't, uh, you know what, have you seen my little video, Lost in Cyberspace? Yes. If you haven't, well, I am truly, that was a story about my life. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know what's happening. I'm just out here floundering, you know, but I've got a few people helping me kind of do it a little bit, but, uh, Anyway, they can get in touch with me on MargieSingersMusic.com. They can go to YouTube to hear it. They can go to iTunes, I think, to to purchase it. And uh, it, it, it's out on video. And uh, they can, uh, it, it, what you call it, download or upload? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, download it. Get it. Uh, make sure download. you listen yes. to it and share it with your friends. <laughs> yes. Please share, share, share. We had eleven, and we had three thousand hits on it in 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 the three days. Wow. That's impressive. So I That's heard. crazy. Yeah, wow. it, it is. Oh, so uh, I'm uh, I'm just happy with it, and thank you so much for all the all the work you've done to help me and to push me. I appreciate you so much. Oh my pleasure. And your sweet Anytime. mom. Yes, Your sweet mom was just precious. I bugged her to death before the Josie Award. I'd call her every, every week or so. <laughs> she loved it. She loved it. You know she did. <laughs> I love it. I love we it. We got to know uh, she, Well, you know, she adores you. We we both do. And you are just a phenomenal person. And um, we love we love everything that you do because you do it from the heart. And you do it, you know, you do it. And it's uh, it's just phenomenal to be able to chat with you and, and hear your story and hear what you've, 
you know, what you've done and what you continue to what you've continued to do. And, you know, it's pretty neat because, you know, artists that I've, you know, uh, I look up to, uh, you've been able to, you know, work with. I mean, many performers, you know, recorded your songs. I mean, Tammy Wynette and Charlie yeah. Pride and, you know, just wow, you've had yeah. so many great experiences. And, uh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure that um, I'm sure that that's just something that is stands out i mean those are bucket list things that people people you know would love to do and you were able to you know have that opportunity so i'm sure it was just a lot of fun they both seem mm. so nice and down to earth you know down josie, to people, you know you know josie a young man told me today he's, he's sort of in the uh in the business uh in in mm-hmm. promotion and things and and he's booked me on a few shows and he heard some. He we went somewhere together yesterday, and uh, we were just playing. Some. He said, "I want to hear some of your 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 music." He said, "I know of, I know you, and I know what you've done, but I've not really listened to your music a lot of it." So play me something that that you've uh, written that somebody else recorded, and and uh, and then that you've done. And and we started playing songs on there, and 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 I played uh, uh, Tammy Wynette's, uh, uh, uh the not the woman in me, uh, enough of a woman. Tammy Wynette recorded of mine, and I I recorded it also. It was in an album for both of us, and but uh, he said, you know, I think I had after he heard. Several songs that I had written by Brooke Benton, Clyde McFadder, not only in the country genre, but in the rhythm and blues and pop. And uh, he said, I think I may have just sold Margie Singles in short. I didn't realize that she had done that. He said, to have a song recorded by the almost the queen of country music and the, the king of blues by Brooke Benton, he said, my goodness, how many people would give their right arm to say they did that. And I said, well, I never thought anything about it. He said, you got to be kidding. You know, I lived <laughs> right. it, so it didn't impress me that much. Right. But, you you just you just were doing your thing. You were just working. You were just I making just it. Do it. You were just making it happen. <laughs> I was just making my oh. music, you know, and enjoying it. But, yes. Uh, it's just life, you know, and I, I really wasn't that impressed. I was just, uh, I love to, to do background vocal. I sang the, on on the most played song ever, uh, Walk On By by Leroy Van Dyke. I was with the group that, that did the background vocal on it, and I'm the one that said, wait on the corner. <laughs> so no way. I'm real nice. <laughs> Wow. So, See, that just shows that, you know, there's there's so many um that you know, you were you were part of so many things that people might not even realize. And it's so it's so funny because, you know, uh songwriters, you know, people who write songs and people who are a part of songs sometimes don't get, get the, you know, respect that they deserve and um it's it's so funny that when you when you start playing you know the song from Tammy Wynette and uh you know Charlie Pride and all that and you say that you wrote it it's funny because people are like wait I've heard I I've known this song my whole life Margie yeah. <laughs> it's it's so 
so it's so funny, you know. It all comes back into a little little circle. It comes right back. I did. I did a, an interview with a, a, a young man in in South Africa uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he he sent me a message, an email, and he said I would love to interview you. The first time I heard of you, what he, Brooke Benton is his idol. And uh, mm-hmm. he said, I in, in the album he had out, Lie to Me, he said, that is my very favorite all-time song in the whole world. I said, you got to be kidding. He said, and you wrote it. I said, yes, I did. And mm-hmm. and he uh, he was just uh, amazed. And he said, I've just got to have you t- to interview you. And I said, well, yeah. So he called me from South Africa, and we had a good interview. And. I told him, I said, you know, yes, I did write that. And he said, why do you write lying songs? <laughs> I've got another song out about uh, about lying in it or something. And he, he said, do you uh-huh. not want people to tell you the truth? I said, no, that's not <laughs> I said, it's just a song. <laughs> no, really no, not that, no. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, it was funny. Oh. And I said, you know what? I said, Brooke Benson in my in the back am I talking too much? I wanted to tell No, you I love it. Quick. I love hearing I love hearing about this. Please. Well, Brooke Benson, at that time, uh the 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 uh black artists when they came to Nashville to record, there was one motel that they could stay in and that was the Eldorado Motel and it was not very good. And they would stay oh. in the home. And I am still in the home that those people, Clyde McFadder, Brooke Benton, and Demita Joe, and Josh White, uh, came to and stayed in the home. And Brooke and I were sitting on my couch that I still live in my home. Not the same couch, but uh, <laughs> we were sitting going over some songs. I did buy another couch, but I'm still in my same home. And... Uh, we were going over some songs, and he wanted to record uh, some things. And you know, back then, uh, people would say, "Can I? I'm gonna record it, but I gotta have part of the song." So right. I gave him half the song to cut it, and his name is on there with me as writer. But it was my song, and I gave it to him because half of something is better than all of nothing, wouldn't you say, Josie? <laughs> I would say so. I think it was a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was a good deal to have Brooke Benton because he was real Absolutely. hot at that time. Yeah. Yes. So, anyway, <laughs> that's the story on live to me. <laughs> I love that. That is very cool. I mean, these are things These are things that, you know, you can't particularly find on Google and, like, you know, go no. back and, and find out about. You can't, you know, research this kind of stuff. So I think it's just so neat how – you know, everything has happened um, and, you know, h- how many people you've run into uh, and, you know, the experiences that mm-hmm. you've had. I mean, it's the it's the coolest, it's the coolest thing to hear. And um, I also want to mention another fun, fun fact. You've also made several appearances on the Grand Ole Opry. Now, please tell me how uh how amazing that was because i absolutely love 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 the grand ole opry so what was that like yeah dream come true 
<laughs> it was incredible, of course, when I had old records out, which was the top ten record for me in Cashbox. And yeah. I think it was 11 in Billboard, but it was the top ten in Cashbox. And I had that out, and I was on the Opry during that period of time. And later, I made several appearances on the Opry, and it was incredible. And let me tell you who sung with me background on that. Ray Stevens and Priscilla Mitchell were my backup singers on the Grand Ole Opry singing old records. Now, how about that? You just cannot... you you can't even just you can't even picture it. it's just the coolest thing ever uh what a great what a great experience for sure i mean people people always say you know i've i've had artists who you know performed at the grand ole opry and they always say that you know when you stand when you stand in that circle when you stand uh on that stage mm-hmm. um you could just feel the history of those who have walked before you you know up on that stage mm-hmm. i mean there's there's pictures on the walls well, of, you know different different artists when and, you and, and say it's that, just yeah. great yeah. When you say that, Josie, it, it's incredible to me. God has been so good to me. I was there when this all almost started, began. Yeah. And here I am today looking back when they say they stand where those stood. Well, I stood there then, you know, mm-hmm. and okay. I haven't been on there recently, but uh, mm-hmm. that's okay. I was there. You know, so it doesn't matter. You were. But you were uh, absolutely, and I feel like there needs to be another Margie Singleton, uh, Grand Ole Opry performance. I'm just saying, whoever yeah. we got to talk to for that <laughs> petition, whatever we got to, I'm just saying, I love it. <laughs> I think that would be well, amazing. Well, You're welcome. we don't know about that, but that would be nice. I'd love to go back, uh, back on there uh, a time or two. Uh, back in the day, uh, the artists were, uh, they were on the Opry. They had to appear on the Opry 26 weeks out of the month. The other 26 weeks, they could go out on the road and make money because on the Opry, they only made $11 a night for playing the Opry back then. So Saturday night was the biggest night for for the for making money and yeah. go out on the road and make money for 26 weeks of the year and 26 weeks playing on the Opry, which gave them that exposure to be able to go out and make the money, you know. But that that's a piece of history probably you didn't know. No, that is very About- neat. Wow. <laughs> that is very, that is very, 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 very cool. And, um, you know, that Grand Ole Opry definitely has opened doors for so many different artists, uh, you know, past and present. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you you are just phenomenal. We just love you. We ran out of time. But you know what? I'm going to play your other song to close this out. We're going to do a special little thing here, um, Thank you, you know, uh, later on in the show with uh, I Buried Your Memory Alive. So uh, stay tuned oh, for wow. that song. And Margie, thank you so, so much for coming on. Honey, it's been my pleasure, and thank you so much. And give your mom a hug, and I appreciate you both so much. I will. I will. Lots of love to you, and I'm sure we will run into each other again very, very soon, okay? Keep up the amazing okay, I hope so. great music. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you, Margie. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Have a great night. Okay. You too. All right. Bye-bye. 
Oh, bye. Love it. Bye. Love her, love her, love her. Uh, that was Margie Singleton. Please make sure you check her out, MargieSingletonMusic.com, and also on Facebook. And uh, like I said, to close us out on the show, we are going to play I Buried Your Memory Alive by Margie Singleton. So stay right there because you do not want to miss the song from the fabulous Margie. And if you wanted to see uh, more on Margie's induction into the Independent Country Music Hall of Fame, you can visit www.IndependentCountryMusicHallOfFame.org. Some great photos there, as well as the Josie Music Awards website, JosieMusicAwards.com. And you've got to check her out. She has a little uh, medallion on that we uh, present her with, her little um, uh, plaque and everything. So you got to check it out. It's, it's just beautiful. You could definitely see the excitement in her face. She's just adorable. So you got to go and check that out and keep a lookout for more from Margie Singleton, and stay right there, everyone, because our next guest is here. Uh, y'all may know him because he always is performing, and um, he is just an incredible, incredible tribute artist to the one and only Johnny Cash. So please welcome to the show the fabulous Paul Anthony. Hello. Hey, Josie. How are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you? Well, we're doing good. Really excited to uh, to be here and be on your show. And I uh, caught wind of uh, your projects and, and things uh, about six months ago. I caught some uh, information about the Josie Awards in Nashville. And, and uh, since then, I've been following the heck out of you. I wouldn't say stalker-like, but pretty close. I love it. I love it. Hey, you know what? Well, I've been kind of stalking you, too, um, because <laughs> you have so many amazing performances out there, and um, you are doing so many incredible, incredible things. And, you know, for those who may not know, um, you have – it has been told uh, that, you know, you are you are pretty much the world's most authentic Johnny Cash tribute experience, and including the fact that you are the only Johnny Cash tribute artist to be invited by John Carter Cash to record an album, which was titled The Nashville Connection at the Cash Cabin. <laughs> I love that. Cash Cabin. Along with all of Johnny Cash's mu- uh, musicians, can you tell us a little bit about that experience? What a, what a one-of-a-kind experience for you. It's very neat. Well, I must tell you, it's uh, we try to keep it as sincere as we can. And, you know, there's a whole lot of Elvis Presley guys out there, Johnny Cash, lookalikes, so they call them impersonators, maybe. That, that's not what we're about. What we're about is, uh, is keeping it as real as we can, as authentic as we can, all the way down to the instrumentation and the certain strings that we use on the instruments. It's important for us to, to do it right, and if we're going to uh, tribute um, someone like Johnny Cash, you want to keep it real. And how do we keep it real? By by giving it the respect it deserves. So we don't really tell us stories about John's musical career. We also talk about John's um, life. We talk about his family. We talk about, you know, the father. Uh, we talk about uh, Johnny Cash, the husband. You know, Cash, the the guy that's, uh, you know, maybe not, not so glowing in the light sometimes. But we talk about everything about Johnny Cash in the show as well as do his music as close to recorded as possible. Now, we were invited to Cash Cabin to do this record by John Carter. 
and we had on the drums Johnny's drummer, also the drummer from uh, from Carl Perkins' days. You know, he was on the Blue Suede Shoes recordings and Matchbox recordings. So we had WS on the drums. We had uh, Dave Rowe, Johnny Cash's latest bass, upright bass player on there. Uh, Chris Scruggs from the famous Scruggs family. Marty Stewart's guitar player, cousin Kenny Vaughn. Uh, Grammy Award winner Chuck Turner uh, did the uh, co-produce on this record as well. I had my wife along with me, Stephanie Lynn, who done some backup vocals on on one of the tracks on that record. So it was uh, it was an amazing time there. And, and you know what's really been cool about this whole thing? People don't get invited there very often. It's a special place. Right. It's a special place where some big name people go, you know, like Chris Christopherson or or uh, um, uh, Paisley. He he was just there doing one of uh, one of John's poems' latest releases. Um, it's a it, it's a great great place, and I've just been blessed to have been invited there. And we just keep asking the question, why us? And all I say is, the stars have been aligned. So since then, yes. it's been growing even further. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It's so true. And I think it's because you keep the music authentic. I mean, you're you're not about, you know, dressing up and, you know, just the dress up of it all and, you know, all that. That's great, too. But what I love is you, um, you know, you, you keep it real with the music. You know what I mean? You That's your top priority is making sure the music is aligned and gives you, gives you the same feeling that people had uh when Johnny Cash uh you know first came out with the music and i think that's what it's about and you're you know not only that but you're keeping it authentic with using you know the great professionals um you know that that Johnny uh Johnny Cash used and you know so many great professionals so you were in really good hands with these projects <laughs> you really well, were well you know we've been like i say we've been pretty blessed and and we made it a long time ago our mission to keep it as real as we can, as authentic as we can. And since then, we've we've become pretty close with W.S. Holland. We'll head down to Jackson every once in a while and do dinner. And we 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 work together. In fact, coming up in London, in Canada, where Johnny Cash proposed to June Carter in London, Ontario, Canada. There's a big event coming up in February, and uh, and. W.S. Holland and myself will be working together on that big event as well, which is real cool. Now, Dave Rowe, I have to say Dave Rowe, John's um, last upright bass player, he's really the, the fellow that was behind this whole recording, this record at Cash Cabin with the players. I I wanted to do an authentic record. I was going to have my fellows that I play with do the record and he said to me well if we're going to do an authentic johnny cash record we should probably get the guys that did it so that's what dave Rowe did he assembled all the musicians and made it happen wow that's incredible and you know it turned out phenomenal and you know as as i knew it would as i knew it would be and you know also something really 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 cool then you then you were invited once again to record an acoustic version of John's final release uh Hurt uh from the actual chair that John sat in during making uh the making of the Hurt video in 2002 so can you tell us a little bit as of that as well and you know keeping it with the authentic thing i love how you also you went back to that that moment you know what i mean the same place it's pretty cool 
Well, I think what was real important for us, now the uh, the Hurt recording that we did in the living room of Johnny Cash's farmhouse in Bon Aqua, which he labeled um, for himself the center of his universe, you know, about uh, five hours prior to that, we were playing on the stage that Johnny Cash did his last live performance on. This was a, a little place in Hickman, Hickman County, uh, Tennessee, just about a mile down the road from Bon Aqua. This is a place that John also owned, and he would do what they called guitar pulls. So there would be Carl Perkins and Roy Orbison and Waylon Jennings, and all of his rowdy friends would get together on a Saturday night and just do a guitar pull on this stage in Hickman County. Well, since John's passing... The building went uh, derelict. The walls were almost falling down. And a fella come over from Japan and bought a whole pile of properties. This was one of them, including John's farm. And he rebuilt this building and now calls it the Storytellers Museum. Now, he also does a bit of Elvis in it. Yeah, a little Elvis. Well, John being the the storyteller himself. So that's kind of where he, he branded this. This building is this uh, refurbished building, the Storytellers Museum. A little bit of Elvis Presley, but it's mostly Johnny Cash based. And they were having a grand opening of this building, and uh, and Mark Cash, that's uh, John's brother Tommy's son, Mark Cash. They researched the best Johnny Cash tribute artists in the world, and he found me. So he gave me a holler along with uh, with Dan Oxley and the fellows at the museum, and asked if I be able to come down and do a uh, a Johnny Cash tribute show on the very stage that John did his last performance on. So we went down and we did that, and there's some, some pictures and recordings from that event. Well, when that show was done, of course, we met some people afterwards, and Brian Oxley, who the fella is that, that owns all these properties now, said, Paul, do you want to go over to, to John's farmhouse? So, well, I, I don't want to put anybody out, but if you'd like to, yeah, we'd be happy to do that. So it was after midnight. We went to Bonacqua, about a mile down the road, into Johnny Cash's farmhouse, and uh, and looked around, put on some of Johnny Cash's clothing and his jackets, and we just had a whole lot of fun there, and uh, and and got some some original videotape. We got we watched some of that, and what was really really interesting is he pulled out some some papers and documents that was found in one of the drawers at the farmhouse. And uh, he actually offered uh, offered a couple of them to me, so we, we brought them home to our house, and, and we have them on display at our place, and it, it's quite unique. So I said to Brian, I said, you know, wouldn't it be sweet if I just sat in that chair that John did Hurt in and brought my guitar in and, and did an acoustic mm-hmm. version of Hurt? And he said... Well, you're here now, you may as well. So that's how that whole Hurt <laughs> <Yeah>. video, yeah, <laughs> that's how that whole Hurt video evolved, was uh, directly following the performance at the Storytellers Museum. Now, talking to Tara Cash, which is John's youngest daughter, I had shared some pictures with Tara. Uh, we've since become good friends and connected real close. She... Uh, commented one of the pictures that I sent her that where I was standing by the mantle of one of the fireplaces at the farmhouse, she said that's where her 
eldest boy rolled over for the very first time. So the you know Aww. the um the connections have been real real sweet for us and what's really interesting is the night that we recorded the hurt video is the very night that Tara got a call. She lived in California, so keep in mind the time difference. She got a phone call to say that her dad had passed away. It was 30 minutes prior to that that we recorded the Hurt video in the farmhouse. That's the freaky part of it all right there. That is so crazy how it all, you know, connected and how it all how it all happened like that. And and you know, but what like what an honor, what an honor for you as well. And you know, what a what a great experience to be able to be around um around that, you know, around around that family and um, you know, just just kind of soaking it all in and uh you know i love i love like i said um you know everything that you do uh you know with your shows and you know you really do keep the authenticity and the the love for johnny cash in your shows and i wanted to ask what you do you know uh to keep to keep the authenticity of uh johnny cash in your shows you know how do you really get the audience um you know involved and into it you know uh, and and you know to feel like how they would if they were at a johnny cash performance you know a real a real show. How do you how do you deal with that? Well, what what I find interesting is uh, we work real hard, as I say, on the instrumentation. Um, I work real hard at John's vocals to make sure we get it as clean and as clear as we can, like John's uh, voice, whether it was in '56 or 2002, the frail, soft voice at that point. So we try to evolve um, all of the sounds throughout the show from start to finish. And uh, from time to time, we'll have uh, we'll have um, a relation of the caches. Or, for instance, we just did a big theater show, and uh, Tara Cash um, wrote a uh, wrote a book about her dad, and it was a really sweet book. It's called Recollections by J.R. Cash. It's childhood memories of Johnny Cash. So Tara put this book together, and I had uh, about halfway through this show we did at this big concert. Um, a theater show, I had uh, Tara live on the telephone to chat back and forth so the audience could listen to her, and, and they called out questions, and Tara answered questions while the show was going on. And We're pretty fortunate, too, and blessed to uh, to have Tara's book on our show. So on our merchandise table, we have we have uh, Tara's book there, So and they're all autographed by Tara. So we try to uh, make, you know, that six degrees of separation um, as close to as close to three degrees of separation as possible, so people can get that real um, that real connection between what we're doing and the Cash family, not just the sounds but the stories as well. I love that. I really do. And um, you know, people definitely have to go and check out Tara's book as well. I'm sure you could probably find that on Amazon or, or you know somewhere. Um, but I think so, or they can just go right to my website and they can order it from me and we can mail them right from our office. That's no issue. Absolutely. I, I would love to get her book out. I think this uh, this last year, I think we moved, uh, I don't know, I think it's close to about 100 and some odd books. So people are really loving it. They're they're enjoying it. And it's uh, if you're a really true, sincere Johnny Cash fan, you do need the book in your collection. That's what I'd say. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, if you're a Johnny Cash fan, you got to go. You got to go out and and definitely uh check it out. So go go to uh cashmusic.ca. That's uh, your website 
and uh, everyone can go there and find out where you're going to be next, uh, all of your information. You can get Tara's book there. You can get, you know, all all of that information. And I wanted to ask, you know, how did becoming a tribute artist for Johnny Cash all begin for you? Going back, I mean, were you were you a uh, fan of Johnny Cash? Uh, how did that all How did that all go? Did your Did your family enjoy it as well? Was it all over the house? <laughs> Well, the interesting part of that, I started playing guitar when I was five, and since then, you know, I've been in a, a class, classic rock band, and those types of things. I love blues music. I love to play the blues. What I what I really found interesting is uh, the connection that country music has. It's kind of like, you know, um, a lot of people have... Uh, have said country music is like crying from the heart or, and this is why they use a lot of uh, fiddle or steel guitar because it's all about the right and real feel. So I kind of lean towards country music. I love the storytelling portion of it, but as far as the John stuff, anytime I, I was performing anywhere and did a couple of Johnny Cash songs in our set list, people would ask if I could do more Johnny Cash. So was a time or two we'd done a whole set on Johnny Cash, and then we decided to do a, a whole evening of just Johnny Cash music on its own. So it, it kind of evolved to um, to not just having the, the John sound, but if, if people really enjoyed it that much and the demand was there, we thought, you know what, wouldn't it be sweet if we put together a tribute to Johnny Cash and do a couple of those shows? And then, you know, keeping it real like I always, always need to do is is now if we're going to put together a tribute to John, let's tell some of the stories according to to John and his writings, and depending on what year it was and what track he recorded, and the storyline based on that song at that given time. So it's just evolved into one great big amazing um, mm-hmm. cash music storyline show from like I say 1956 to the early days. Folsom to get rhythm and cry, 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 right up to 2002 when John's last recorded uh, song, uh, Hurt. So for us, it's been a love of Johnny Cash, growing up in the household with Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard, Willie Nelson. But you know, like I know, in, in the music industry, regardless if it's jazz, punk, rock and roll, blues, you mentioned Johnny Cash, the world knows him everywhere everyone knows john so it's just been a pleasure for us to deliver john's music and to keep his legacy alive yes and i love that you are for those you know especially the younger the younger kids out there because you know uh i'm i'm 22 and you know growing up my parents played it all over all over the house and uh, now it's pretty neat that you're able to keep it alive and people are able to you know kids who come to your shows or or kids uh that are are listening to the music are able to um you know hear the story you know what i mean Uh, hear about who johnny cash was and uh which i think is is very very neat and i know i know i know i would have loved to uh you know have met johnny cash in person did you ever get the chance to meet johnny cash in person I never got a chance to press press the flesh with Johnny Cash, not one time. I have not. But I must tell you, um, I met John spiritually at Cash Cabin. I was in the vocal booth attempting to catch a Johnny Cash note that I couldn't quite get. 
and Chuck Turner, the engineer at the cabin, while I was in Johnny Cash's vocal booth, Chuck came in and closed the door. So we were in John's vocal booth together. And he said, Paul, I'm going to run this track one more time. And I'm going to tell you that John's in this booth with you. So it was kind of a hair-raising experience for me. And there was just Chuck and I in there. So he said, John's going to help you get what you need to get on this song. So he went back into, into his room, closed the door behind me, played the track in my earphones, and Chuck said to me, this is verbatim, Chuck said to me, okay, Paul, here it comes. So I sang that line. It was a bit eerie in that room. It was just a bit odd. Seconds went by. Chuck said, you nailed it. So I'd have to say that I was connected spiritually with John in his vocal booth at that time, which is probably more important for me than shaking his hand. Hello, Josie. Are you still there? Hello, Josie. Are you still
Hello, I'm not Johnny Cash. Well, I hear that train is coming and it's rolling round the bend. I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison and time keeps drying in on. But that train keeps rolling on down the sand. Hello, Paul. Hi there. How are you? There, there we go. There we go. All of our technology went haywire there, but that was and that was Paul Anthony Folsom, and we're back with him right now. So where we left off before everything went crazy. Uh, uh-huh. So do you have any do you have any upcoming shows that you could tell us all about uh, that you have coming up? We do have. We have a, an extensive uh, Canadian tour underway right now. We have an extensive U.S. tour underway right now. We're kind of jumping all over the river here. Tomorrow, um, tomorrow, I'm going to be blessed with doing something a little bit, a little bit different that I've not done before. Now, Johnny Cash, because tomorrow, being November the 11th, it's Veterans Day yeah. in Canada. 
in Canada, it's the same deal, but they call it Remembrance Day. But it's all mm-hmm. the same thing. Tomorrow, I'm in Champlain, New York, which is, uh, oh, heck, it's about a 30-minute drive from, from Montreal, Quebec on the Canadian side, but on the U.S. side. We're there tomorrow at a VFW post 1418. So tomorrow on that show is a special one because tomorrow I'm going to recite Johnny Cash's song, The Old Rugged Flag. Oh, fabulous. Perfectly fitting. Oh, well, it's I love be amazing. So with the VFW, yes. they've got a they've got an American flag for us that they're gonna have behind me. We're gonna go ahead and videotape that. And of course you'll all share that with you. You'll you'll all see it probably Sunday or, or Monday by the time we get it all together. And and I think it's a it's an important day tomorrow, not just for Canada and remembering the veterans on the Canadian side, but also the the veterans on the American side and veterans worldwide, that mm-hmm. tomorrow is an important time for us to, to recite that ragged old flag that John wrote. Absolutely, absolutely. And you are the perfect, perfect man uh, to do that. And I absolutely loved chatting with you. I want to thank you so, so much for coming on the show. And we are going to play Hey, Porter, right now. Paul, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for having me on. and We'll look forward to meeting you and, and see you at the 2018 Josie Awards because I have a good feeling I just you might it. be there. You, if you are, I would absolutely love that. That would be amazing to get to meet you finally. And uh, so that would be fantastic. And I can't wait to see you soon and chat with you again very soon. You're always welcome back on the show, okay? I appreciate that. We'll see you down the road real soon. All right. Sounds fantastic. I hope you have a great rest of your night. Thank you so much, Paul. All right. You take care. And uh, hello to all your, friend, your friends and fans out there. And we look forward to, uh, to s- still being friends on Facebook. And, and I just want to say from my heart to say to you and to your friends, Thank you for being my friend. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. For sure, for sure. You know, you know, you know, I would, I love it. Uh, so much, Paul. We'll talk with you real soon, okay? <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Good night, everybody. Take care. Good night. <laughs> love it, love it. Now let's play Hey Porter, and we'll be right back in just a moment. And uh, we got some announcements, and then we're going to close out the show with Margie Singleton. So stay right there. So here is Hey Porter, Paul Anthony.
and we are back. Now, uh, before we close out the show with Marjorie Singleton here, I want to talk a little bit about some announcements. So please find out more details about how to get involved in the Josie Music Awards next year, 2018, by visiting JosieMusicAwards.com often for any latest news. You never know what the latest and greatest is, so please make sure you go to JosieMusicAwards.com. Also, make sure you check out our gallery so you can take a look at all of the fun that we had this year at the Nissan Stadium. Go and find that. Um, also, uh, speaking of Josie Music Awards, our event, uh, we're putting together a new, and cre- new creative and exciting ways to promote your company or brand through our events. So please keep an eye on our website for details to come on many levels of sponsorship. So please keep stay tu- uh, tuned for that. And another thing I want to mention, um, please remember our multi-genre hour airs each Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central on our radio station, Country Blast Radio. You could tune in each Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central to hear one hour of music from many different genres on Country Blast Radio. It's highly requested, and we love to deliver. It's amazing. We love it. So um, you can check that out at our at Country Blast Radio. Uh, we are heard at countryblastradio.com. That's our website. Or our Country Blast Radio mobile app on your iPhone and Android devices all over the place. Uh, so please make sure you go and find that. And if you want to be included, uh, please make sure you get your song over to us. You could email your song in MP3 format to Tina, T-I-N-A, at JosieShow.com. Uh, we would love to play your music, so please make sure you go and send it to us. And we will be back next week, Friday on the Josie Show, November 17th, with special guests, multi-award winning artist Richard Lynch, who uh, was also a big winner at the JMA Awards, Justin Music Awards this year. And Denise Nicole Dittman will be joining us as well, another 2017 JMA nominee. So we are so, so pleased uh, to be able to chat with both of them and talk about their music and play their music as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, and remember that Josie's show is originally aired and recorded live at JosieShow.com with a live internet audience. It may not be recorded or aired without written consent from Josie Show Management. Good night, everyone. And thank you so much for tuning in to the Josie Show tonight right here at JosieShow.com. And until next week, remember sometimes you have to make the hard decisions to follow your, follow your dreams, but don't forget to enjoy the whole journey and make great friends along the way. So here is Margie Singleton closing us out here tonight. Uh, I buried your memory alive. Good night, everyone. Love y'all. Yeah. I went to a funeral last night. I buried old memories. That you left behind I knew I had to move on If I wanted to survive So I just buried your old memory alive I tried to kill my love for you With no success in sight I've tried to kill your memory It refuses to die It keeps hanging on Hanging on for dear life So I just been right
Spirit. 